eco-friendly living. For a lot of people out there, it can seem like a daunting task, one with so many options and paths that you actually end up feeling overwhelmed and confused rather than inspired and ready to take action. It's hard enough living life today without adding another thing to your plate. That's why I'm here to help. I'm here to pull you out of the societal norms of materialism and overconsumption. I talk about sustainable living, but also things like motherhood, mindfulness, and intentional living. Things that overall help you live a happier, simpler, more eco-friendly life by making small changes in your habits, your mindset, and your home. This is Kayla Rogers, and you are listening to the Unrooted Mama Podcast. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. So, quick, mental health check. How are you doing? Because things have been wild. Like, this month has been crazy. The past couple of years have been crazy. Just in general, like, I feel like life has been such a whirlwind for almost everybody that I know. Like, so many people are feeling the same exact level of mental fatigue right now just because of, like, all of these compiled issues that keep happening and the things going on in our world. So if you're listening to this and you feel like that, solidarity, you know, I am right there with you and you are not alone. But also, second mental health check because today's episode, I'm talking about something that's a little bit heavier. It's not as like bubbly and positive and happy like um, the things that I like to try to focus on but it's still something that I think is very important to address on the podcast seeing as I deal with a lot of like sustainability related stuff and obviously climate change is a big role in that right like if the climate was not changing because humans were driving it into the ground then you know there wouldn't be such this rush to make all of these eco-friendly changes and to um, change the way that we are living in order to help the environment, you know? So in today's episode, we are going to be talking about the heat waves that are happening all over the globe. And if you're someone that is like me and you try to not really watch the news because it stresses you out and sends you spiraling, maybe you have not, um, I guess, heard about the heat waves. So obviously here in the U.S., at least where I live, I live in Texas right now, and I was expecting it to be hot, but this is like the first place I've lived where it's consistently the triple digits. Like as soon as we hit June, it was it got up into the, the triple digits and never got back down. So it's been like over 100 degrees as the high pretty much like since June. Um, And I thought that that was normal, but apparently that is not normal. And typically June is like the wettest month of the year is what I heard. And we, it's rained like three times since I've lived here. And I've been here like almost three months now, but obviously it's not just Texas that this is happening to, right? Um, It's all over the United States. Pretty much if you look at the a map of the heat wave that's going on right now, it's crazy. It's it's all over. Um, but it's also not just the United States. It's also hitting the UK so hard in different places like in Europe, like France. Um, so literally just all over the globe, there's this massive heat wave and everybody's like, what's going on? And the one thing across the board that I keep seeing is how uncharacteristic it is of said places to be this hot at this time of year. And all of these people are like, what is going on? You know, and everybody is so surprised at 
how crazy the weather is being. But I'll tell you who, unfortunately, is not very surprised, and that's just about all of the climate scientists out there. Because unfortunately, this is exactly what they have been predicting will happen for years and years now. And obviously, like if you're listening to this podcast, you care about the environment. So you probably have also heard about how, oh, if we don't stop climate change soon, stuff's going to start getting hotter, weather's going to start getting more extreme. But there are a lot of people out there still denying that climate change is an issue and that human-driven climate change, you know, trying to claim that that's not a thing and that it's this normal flow that we're going through and stuff. But, you know, now that it's super hot where they live and, you know, their electricity bill is going up and the cost of food is going up because of all of the shortages and the issues with weather and farmers not being able to like keep up with the demands and stuff, you know, people are like, oh crap, this is kind of affecting me now. So all in all, this, what's happening right now, these heat waves, um, they are super tragic because a lot of places aren't equipped to deal with this kind of heat. I know when I lived in Germany, like no, almost nobody had air conditioning units in their house because it just didn't really get hot enough to need air conditioning. And that's how a lot of places overseas, like in the UK and in Europe are like, a lot of these places that are dealing with the extreme heat waves, one of the reasons why it is such like a climate emergency is just because they, their countries are not really set up to deal with this level of heat. So all in all, it's a really crappy situation and it is like pretty scary and really telling of what our future is. I saw this quote that was like, you know, this is not just a heat wave, it's also the coldest summer of the rest of our lives. And I know that's very like climate doomism. I'm not trying to stress you out more than you probably already are listening to this, but it's just like a sad reality of the world that we are living in, right? Because we knew that temperatures would start to increase and that we would see things like heat waves and droughts, but scientists predicted that this would happen like decades down the road and not like a year after this IPCC report came out last year. So it's obviously a very serious situation. And I'm trying to look like spin it from a positive angle. It's really hard to do that. But I feel like one of the positive things that might come from this is all of the climate deniers out there that are like, you know, no, this is BS. You know, the world's not actually changing and getting hotter. Like hopefully paired with the IPCC report that came out last year, which if you're not really familiar with the IPCC, it was a report that came out about climate change where a bunch of scientists got together to compile a huge, like pretty much just a big scientific um, report about what currently is going on with climate change, what the future could look like, you know, possible mitigation and adaptation strategies, just things like that. So my biggest hope for this is that paired with the IPCC report and now these intense heat waves happening all over the world, I really hope that this will be an eye-opener for a lot of people that are in office. Um, one example of this that is already happening is there is a lot of talk and speculation about President Biden potentially declaring a national climate emergency. Now, what would this mean for our country? Pretty much, it 
like, you know, who knows if he's actually going to do this. I'm crossing my fingers so hard. Um, But a lot of people in the Democratic Party are calling on him to declare this national emergency. And it would pretty much just unlock certain temporary powers for him in order to bolster renewable energy and curb different investments in fossil fuels. So, you know, if he does declare this national emergency, it would give him a lot of leverage in order to make huge positive steps in the right direction when it comes to sustainability and climate change. So while I know that this can seem like a very scary and daunting topic with these heat waves, um, it could potentially bring a lot of good. So I'm kind of holding out hope that there will be a light at the end of the tunnel and um, this will kind of hopefully be the last wake-up call that we need for our leaders and our governments to finally start taking this thing a little bit more seriously. So what can we do besides just sit back and cross our fingers and blast our AC and just hope that something changes? The one thing that we can do to make a difference is get out there and like actually vote. And I don't just mean go to the presidential elections. Um, and the, uh, I'm not saying this in a holier than thou standpoint because I have never, or I think I've voted in a small local election literally one time. Um, so this is definitely something that I'm going to start prioritizing this year. I just became a resident of Texas because we just purchased our house here about two months ago. So I'm super excited to be able to start voting here in Texas, but that is one thing that we can do. Um, Start conversations, keep up with like the individual changes that you're making that feel good for you, Um, especially because this just shows big companies and the governments that this is a priority to us. Like as stupid as that sounds, like making these changes and putting our money where our mouths are in terms of investing in like brands and companies and stuff that are actually mindful and good for the environment. But again, mostly, you know, there's only so much that those small individual actions will take us. The really big thing that we have to get out there is checking out the people in office, especially again, within your local state um, offices and those smaller local elections. I feel like big change can come if a lot of us step up and do research, and vote for people that we know will fight just as hard for climate change as we do. So I was doing a little bit of digging, and I found a really, really good website if you're like, if you don't really know where to start, you don't really even know how to look into what people in office in your state care about climate change and stuff. So I will put the link to this website in the show notes, but if you go to voteclimatepac.org, there's actually really, really good information on there, and there are interactive maps where you can put in your state, and it will show all of the representatives for your state and their overall score when it comes to climate change. Now, you may be thinking like, okay, cool, but why does that matter? Well, when it comes time for those small local elections and for you to vote for your local representatives, you can really push to keep people in office that care about climate change. Or say you look at your district and there's currently a representative that scores very, very low or is a climate change denier, which is, you know, 
worst case scenario, honestly. Um, but you know, you can kind of like research that way, you know, who to vote for and who to, you know, vehemently be against when it comes to these small local elections. So make sure that you go and register to vote wherever you're living right now or wherever you have your residency for. Um, and again, for me, this is something that we were never taught in school how to vote. Like I wasn't even taught how to vote in the big elections once we turned 18, let alone how to get involved with our small local elections when it comes to like the state legislation. Um, I feel like, at least me, I've been to so many different schools due to my dad being in the army and me moving around everywhere. And not one of the schools that I went to taught us about this. And I feel like that's such a huge injustice because now I'm, I'm literally a 27 year old woman and I'm like, how the fuck do I get started voting and trying to become active within the local, like governmental organizations? I have no idea because like nowhere is there, was there a guidebook for this while we were growing up? So I'm doing a lot of research. I'm trying to get better at that. And again, I have not voted in local elections more I think I have like one time um so hopefully this is something that we can all kind of come together and start prioritizing this um one thing that just boggles my mind is seeing how many people because you the the website that I'll link in the show notes is really cool you can like do the sorting you know so you can like sort by who has the lowest ratings and the amount of climate deniers that are currently representatives in Texas are surprising um the amount of people that say it's not an issue and or straight up say that they think the scientists are lying or whatever is ridiculous and you know in my opinion anybody that thinks that way should not be in office <laughs> like if you're living through this heat wave if you are reading the ipcc reports coming out that is literal undeniable scientific proof of climate change and you're still saying no climate change isn't real i'm sorry you should not be in a governmental position of power and i feel like i can go on a tangent about that all day but you know what i as of right now there's just a big fire inside of me to get those people out of office like no you know go back to your like nursing home you're 90 years old we all know that you think climate change is not real and that the russians are coming for us and that you know your pop tart has a camera in it or whatever but like sit down and go to bed so yeah anyway click on the website and go search through your representatives and figure out how and when you can get involved in your upcoming local elections. And this might be something that seems so small, but I really do think that this could make a huge difference in the long run. And if all of this stresses you out a lot and just added to more anxiety in your life, first of all, I am sorry. I'm not, you know, that's not the intent of making episodes like this. I just want you guys to be informed. I feel like you know, as much as living in a happy little blissful bubble where, you know, we think everything is fine and dandy, like as nice as that is, I also just feel like to an extent, it's really good to be informed of what's going on in the world, like being left in the dark and putting our blinders on in order to only remain positive 100% of the time is just not that like, that's not a productive mindset to be in. Um, 
So while I do want you guys to focus more on the positives and try not to let yourself go into a spiral of eco-doomism, I also just like want you guys to be informed. So that's kind of the angle that I'm coming at with this podcast. Um, But if it did send you down a little spiral, which again, it's understandable because this shit is stressful. Um, I have an episode, episode 55, that talks about ways to ease eco-anxiety and things that you can do to kind of calm yourself down and make you feel better about climate change and things like that. So definitely if you're feeling stressed out listening to this, go listen to episode 55 next and I am sure it will help you at least a little bit. Um, But all in all, like if I'm being honest with you guys, I have had a really hard time up leveling within the world of sustainability in my life right now. Like, you know, there was I had the baby and then we moved and lived with my parents for a few months and I felt like there weren't many changes I could do in terms of like starting composting, starting a garden, things like that. And now that I'm finally settled into a house where I can do all of those things, all of this crazy stuff has been happening in the world. And, you know, I'm all for making individual changes. I'm still using reusable bags. I am still taking my stuff to a recycling center. I'm still trying to live like pretty low waste and I'm trying to start seedlings for a garden. Is it going well (laughs) with Texas being like 110 degrees almost every day? No, you know, they're not sprouting, but it's fine. You know, I'm still trying a little bit. However, I have been having such horrible mental fatigue because of all of the stuff going on when it comes to like climate change and our government. Um, So if you are kind of in a bad headspace, just know you are not alone. You know, it's very normal to feel this way. And I still want to show up for you guys and be here to give you guys tips and insight to these things that are happening when it comes to like climate change and sustainability. I initially made this podcast just to help like pretty much with the intention of helping people live more eco-friendly by making small changes. And again, while I do still place a lot of value on those small changes, I have been having such horrible imposter syndrome because I'm like, if I'm not making a huge priority in my life to make those small changes, then how can I come on here and help you guys do that? You know, so I'm hoping to come back, um, I don't know, with a vengeance. For now, I may be doing it episodes every other week instead of weekly episodes because again with the things that are going on within our government and climate change and stuff it's kind of just left me with this very um gloomy overlook of it all and it's like again I do believe that the small things add up to make a difference but then when you see the stuff about like Kylie Jenner taking a three-minute flight that literally amounts to the carbon footprint of like an entire year for someone like me or you it really is just or that's probably like more than a year but anyway it's it's just so disheartening and it's like I'm gonna use my reusable straws but she's gonna go take like you know eight flights a day or you know whatever that's probably an exaggeration but it's really uh it's just getting so hard to like stay optimistic and stay in a good mental headspace when it comes to this you know And I feel like that rant maybe should have been um, 
reserved for my therapist and not my podcast. But, you know, I'm just trying to be, like, real and vulnerable with you guys. And, um, you know, so if I do end up switching to episodes every other week, it's mostly just because of that, you know? And until I'm in, like, a good headspace where I actually feel, like, confident coming to you guys to give you tips and things like that. So I'm hoping that when I start back up on the weekly episodes, I will have a lot of pizzazz, a lot of good content and action steps to share with you guys. Um, But yeah, right now I kind of just want to focus on making sure that I stay quality over quantity. And if I am being honest, I feel like switching to episodes every other week instead of weekly where I'm at right now will just be able to ensure that a little bit better. I am a one-man show. I produce all of the content and edit and, you know, post things and market and run my website. I actually, like, built my website. And so, you know, obviously it is something that I love doing and I care a lot about it, which I know, like, you know, I've had the podcast for about two years now and I know that I don't have hundreds of thousands of listens, but it's cool for me because even if I'm just helping one person be more aware about what's going on in our world or help, you know, one person live more intentionally or live eco-friendly, whatever the case may be, then I still feel like I'm doing at least a little bit of good in the world. Um, But yeah. So if you're listening to this, just know that I appreciate the heck out of you. Um, I hope that this episode at least made you feel a little bit more informed about what's going on in our world right now with these heat waves and hopefully made you feel a little bit better knowing a couple things that you can do to hopefully make a difference. Now take some deep breaths, (laughs) go, you know, have a little dance party or make yourself a nice tea latte. As I'm sitting here, I'm actually drinking a warm matcha latte with like a crap ton of coffee creamer in it. Um, so go, you know, make yourself a nice cup of something warm and just give yourself a hug, dude, because it's crazy out here. But just know that I am rooting for you. I am here to support you in every step of this journey when it comes to sustainable living and just trying to live more intentionally and better for the environment. Um, so yeah, I am here with you. We are taking this journey together. So Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Unruly.